Welcome to the Real Life Podcast. Today you will hear a word which purpose is to introduce the kingdom, change generations, and create a Christian culture. So grab your Bible and prepare to be blessed by today's sermon. Let's do this. Now, we've been in the, we had a theme that we've been following all month that our pastor started. And the theme is walk silently, then shout. Walk silently, then shout. And he started in in the book of Joshua. And we're still going to be in the book of Joshua on today, amen. And we're going to start in Joshua 5. 13 through 15, and then go over into the sixth chapter of the book of Joshua. And if you're there, I want you to go there in your Bibles to Joshua 5, 13 through 15, and then going to go over into the sixth chapter. And I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version on today, amen? And it reads... And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted his eyes and looked and behold, a man stood opposite him with stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us or for our adversaries? So he said, no. But as commander of the army of the Lord, I have come now. I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, What does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take your sandal off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand. It's king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city. All you men of war, you shall go around or go All around the city once. This you shall do six days. And the seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times. And the priests shall blow the trumpets. That it it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet. That all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the wall of the city will fall down flat. And the people shall go up. Every go up. Every man straight before him. Then Joshua the son of Nun 
called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Proceed and march around the city and let him who is armed advance before the Ark of the Lord. So it was when Joshua had spoken to the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord advanced and blew the trumpets. And the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets. And the rear guard came after the ark while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. Now Joshua had commanded the people saying, you should not shout or make any noise with your mouth. Nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I say to you, shout, then then you shall shout. So he had the ark of the Lord circle the city going around it once. Then they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the morning and the priest took up the ark of the Lord. Then seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horn before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew the trumpets and the armed men went before them. But the rear guard came after the ark of the Lord while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. I know it's a lot of reading, y'all, but I got to read it. Amen. And the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. So they did six days. But it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early around the dawning of the day and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. On that day only, they marched around the city seven times. And the seventh time it happened, when the priests blew the trumpets, that Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. Praise God, everybody. Praise God, everybody. Praise God, everybody. The topic that I want to minister from on today is, What's your Jericho? What's your Jericho? Now, we learned a few weeks ago, as Pastor Taylor shared with us, that Joshua had a face-to-face meeting with Jesus. Now, I say Jesus, but the scripture called him the commander of the Lord's army. Now, scripture says he identified himself as the commander of the Lord's army, of the army of the Lord. See, as Christians, as Bible scholars, we know that the Old and the New Testament, they parallel one another. And in lieu of this, Some Bible scholars, some Christian writers, some commentators suggest that this is an appearance of Christ, the Son of God. See, Jesus being God in the flesh could appear like this because he is the all-existent one. See, he, he, he was, he is, and he is to come. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Say amen, everybody. See, theologians call this event a Christophany. 
So what does that mean, Elder? I'm glad you asked. Christophany is defined as an appearance of Jesus before he became flesh and dwelt here on the earth. Christophany. Amen. And Jesus appeared in the Bible a couple of times, a couple of more times. As a Christophany. Y'all remember the three Hebrew boys in the midst of the fiery furnace? Well, King Nebuchadnezzar threw them boys in there because they wouldn't bow down to the king and to his rules. And then when they was in the midst of the fiery furnace, King Nebuchadnezzar looked and said, wait a minute. Didn't we throw three of them in the fire? Look like I see a fourth and look like he has the image of the son of God. A Christophany. Jesus. Here we go. Jesus showing up again in the flesh. And then another time I remember is when he wrestled all night with Jacob. Jacob wrestled him all night for that blessing. Hallelujah. Jacob was determined for that blessing, mother. Hallelujah. Jacob was determined he wasn't going to give up. The only way he let go was Jesus had to touch him in his hip. Had to put a hip out of socket, mother, in order for Jacob to let go. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to encourage somebody today. You might have to get something out of socket or out of joint to let Jesus know that I want my blessing. Hallelujah. I won't give up. I won't quit. I won't stop. Hallelujah. Until you bless me. Praise God, everybody. So now we see Joshua has an encounter, an inquiry, and then he gets some instructions. Now I'm not going to dip, dip too much into that because our pastor did that a few weeks ago. Amen. But in verse 13 of the 15th chapter, uh, verse 13 of the 15th chapter of the book of Joshua, it says that it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted his eyes and looked and behold, Jesus was right in front of him. <sighs> now, only thing I'm going to touch on this was when Joshua looked up, he saw a man with a sword drawn. That's what the word said, right? Saw a man with a sword drawn. Now, Joshua was a man of war. So Joshua, you know what I'm saying? Pastor made it claim two weeks ago that Joshua had probably had his hand on his sword when he walked to war Jesus and asked the question, are you for us or for our adversaries? Plain and simple thing, are you for us or are you against us? Because see, 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 depending on what the man had said, Joshua was ready to go to fight. Joshua was ready to pull his sword out just like the man had his sword pulled out. Oh God, but I want you to know that the man wasn't no ordinary man. The man wasn't just a soldier. The man wasn't just a, a, a man ready to go to war. But I'm telling you, the man was Jesus. Oh God, hold on Jojo, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Woo. I feel it though, I feel it. Hey, glory to God. Hallelujah. Joshua was a man of war. 
and he was ready to fight. Hallelujah. Got to be ready. Got to be ready. And see, one thing I taught, what taught me about Joshua there, he came prepared. See, a lot of times we, we get caught unprepared. See, 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 I, I thought about this when, 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 when police officers get ready to go into a, a, a bad situation. They might got a call saying it's a bank robbery in progress. They're not going to go into a bank robbery without their gun belt, without their gun, without their extra clips on them, without their handcuffs, and without backup. Can I get a praise right there? So you got to be ready to fight when the time comes to fight. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to notice here. Where Joshua is at when this encounter takes place. It takes place by Jericho. Scripture said by Jericho. It, it didn't say near Jericho. It didn't say on the way to Jericho. It didn't say from a distance from Jericho. But it said by Jericho. See that let me know that, that, that Jericho was right in front of Joshua. Jericho was staring him in the face. He couldn't get away from Jericho. He couldn't help thinking about Jericho, mother. He couldn't happen, ha- help but think about it day and day and day again. Hallelujah. See, this was his, his he had his total attention. Jericho. It was, it was on his mind, mother. Right there in front of him. Jericho had his undivided attention. So, my question here is, to each and every one of us, what's our Jericho? What's staring us in the face every day? What we can't stop thinking about day in and day out? What has our total attention? What has our undivided attention? Oh God. And I thought about some of the things that, that like the cares of life, Deke. We, 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 we let money problems get us down. We let health issues get us down. See, 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 then we tend to go off into depression and then we start feeling down. Oh God. Then, 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 then our kids start acting up. Might be acting up in school, might be acting up in home, but, but we let all that stuff weigh us down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The cares of life. What has got our attention? What has us grabs in its grips? Sidebar. Whatever gets our attention will ultimately get us. I'm going to say that one more time. Whatever gets our attention will ultimately get us. It will consume us. The more we think about it, the more we focus on it, the bigger it gets and the bigger it overwhelms us. See, see, when you sit there and think about it, Johnson, only thing it does is create something bigger. And once it gets inside here, inside your mind, Oh, the devil knows once he could get inside your mind, he got you. Got him. Got him. 
Glory to God. What's our Jericho? What's weighing us down? Whoo, glory. Thank you, Lord. Got him. So we see here, as Joshua was by Jericho, he looked up and saw Jesus. See, he took his eyes and attention off Jericho and put them on Jesus. Ah, see, he took his eyes off of the problem. He took his eyes off of what had his attention. He took his eyes off what had him down. Took his eyes off of whatever had him messed up in his spirit, man. He took his eyes off of what was holding him down, what had him bound. He took his eyes off of that and put it on where they were supposed to be, on Jesus. Somebody say, yeah, yeah. Put your eyes on Jesus. Woo. I just help somebody right there. See, when the cares of life get you down, or when the cares of life keep staring you in the face, you take your eyes off of those cares. You take your eyes off of whatever been getting you down, and you turn your focus on Jesus. I heard my brother say this morning, cast your cares upon him, for he cared for you. If it were not so, he would not have told you. Whatever you're going through, all you got to do is cast your cares upon him. Glory to God. And in the book of Hebrews 12, 1, the B clause, and 2, the A clause, it says, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith oh my God do you see what the word says right there See, when you lay all your cares to the side, when you lay them weight that been holding you down, when you take and shake off whatever been holding you down, when you take, push and shake the chain that been holding you down, when you take and shake them off, when you take and throw them off, when you take and lay them to the side, when you cast all your cares to Jesus, then you can give your total focus to him. Oh, looking under Jesus, looking under Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. I say it all the time, Deke. He's the originator and he's the terminator. If he showed up, started a thing, guess what, Jojo? He can show up in the thing. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Oh, yeah. Hey. Glory to God. Glory to God. See, 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 this is what we should be doing. We should be taking our focus off of whatever problems and situations and troubles come our way. See, 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 mother, the scripture said, think it not strange when these fiery dots come your way. Because trials and tribulations are going to come. They're going to come. And if you ain't going through some trials and tribulations right now, as my grandma used to say, just keep on living. Because trouble going to come. 
one day it might not come today but it might come tomorrow it might not come tomorrow but it might come next week it might not come next week oh, but it might come next month it might not come next month but it might come next year oh can I get a praise right there Think it not strange, think it not strange when you come up against opposition. See, if you're not going through anything, you're not going anywhere. Oh, yeah. If you're not going through anything, you're not going anywhere. Deep, it's real. I'm not telling you something I heard about. I'm telling you about something that I know. Glory to God. Glory to God. I didn't say that to discourage anybody. Don't take it the wrong way. But see, if you're not coming up against some kind of opposition, you're not a threat. You're not a threat to the enemy. That means the enemy don't worry, not worried about you. Oh, I ain't worrying about them. Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. But that king? Ooh. Oh. Oh, that Patrick? Oh. Ooh. Oh, that Nelson? Oh boy. Yeah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo. So we see Joshua took his eyes. Off of what was weighing him down. What he was focusing on. What was consuming him. And put his eyes. On the one. Who was in control. The one who was in command. Of this whole situation. The commander in chief. Of it all. I'm talking about Jesus. See. 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 Look at what Joshua does next. After hearing. Who this was. He fell down and worshiped and said to him, Whatever you want, my Lord. Whatever you want, my Lord. Oh my God. Worship. I want to encourage you on today. Whenever you come into the presence of God, the only thing you should be thinking about is worship. Hallelujah. Worshiping God whenever you come into his presence. See, 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 just take a little hint from the angels up in heaven flying around saying, holy, 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 the Lord God almighty. See, they in his presence all the time. In his presence all the time. We should be taking notes from the angels. When we have a visitation from the Lord for us to just fall on our face, to worship, to lift our hands. Hallelujah. It should come automatic. Amen. Glory to God. Then Jesus tells him to take off your shoes. Take off your sandal. For the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Joshua didn't think twice. And Pastor shared a few weeks ago that when, 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 his, when his predecessor Moses 
was on the backside of the desert. And when he had an encounter with God through the burning bush, now the bush wasn't consumed. The bush was burning and was talking to Moses. Now you know you're in the presence of God when you got a bush that's burning and the word of God comes to you from a burning bush and tell you to take your sandals off because the place you stand on is holy ground. The place you stand on is hollow ground. Take your shoes off! And worship me. Joshua had to remember talking to his predecessor Moses. Or even remembering after that happened. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I remember Moses had to do something similar. Wasn't the same thing, but it was something similar. Take your shoes off for the place where you stand. It's holy ground. And I remember my pastor saying, wherever your shoes have been at, you carrying the residue of whatever you, wherever you've been at, the residue is still on your shoes. So you might have been into some unholy places, but when you get into the presence of God, you have to take whatever is unholy, you have to throw it off, throw it to the side, lay it to the side, because you're now in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, if Joshua didn't do this, the outcome would have been much different. I'm talking about the outcome now and the outcome that we're going to see at the end. Praise God, everybody. Praise God. So now Joshua has Jericho facing him then Jesus shows up now one thing about Joshua I told you earlier Joshua was a man of war Joshua was ready to fight amen he was prepared had his sword and every, all his armor everything he was suited up he was suited up amen now when Jesus shows up Joshua didn't know he was Jesus I told you earlier, he thought he was just another, another soldier coming to fight. Either you're going to fight with me or you're going to fight against me. But look what happens now. Joshua was hoping that Jesus would help him fight or either lead him in battle since he, Jesus, identified himself as the commander of the Lord's army. Now, I say that to say this. Because Joshua is the commander-in-chief of Israel's army. Amen? So, 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 so Joshua is saying, basically, I can relate to you. I can relate to you. You, you, you commander-in-chief of the Lord's army. I'm commander-in-chief of Israel's army. So, so let's work this thing out. Come on, either we're going to fight together, you come to lead me in fight. One or the other. But Jesus didn't show up on the scene to help mother. He didn't come to serve Joshua, Deacon King. He came to take over. He came to take over this whole situation. This whole Jericho thing. Jesus showed up to take over. He showed up to show out. 
Rebecca Padgett little, 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 little model right there. But Jesus, he showed up to show out. Amen? See, Joshua might have been the commander-in-chief of Israel's army, but Jesus is the commander-in-chief of everything. And I thank God for my brother, Elder Johnson. He said it best this morning where he said that the government rests upon his shoulders and Jesus governs it all, mother. Ain't nothing made under the sun that wasn't made by him. Can I get a praise right there? Can I get a praise right there? See, 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 those, those, those Canaanites that was on the other side of that wall at Jericho. Guess what? Jesus said, I made them. Oh, Jesus said, I made the material that they made the wall with. Hallelujah. So I just want you to see the big picture here, Joshua. I didn't come to help you. I came to take over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, in other words, Jesus says, forget whose side I'm on. The real question that should be asked is, whose side are you on? Hallelujah. Joshua, Joshua, whose side you on, bro? Oh, glory. See, 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 see. In the words of my little, 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 little God son, little LJ, he, he, Jesus said, I didn't come to be at your disposal, bruh. Oh, God. See, 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 you could accomplish your agenda on your time, but this is my time. I didn't come to accomplish your agenda, bruh, but I came to accomplish my agenda, bruh. Can I get a praise right there? Woo! See, 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 Jesus said, I didn't come to be at your disposal, bruh, but you should be at my disposal right now. Whatever I need you to do, that's what you should be doing. Yes, God. Yes, God. See, 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 Jesus said, Joshua, I got this, bruh. I got this. You just back up behind me. You take your rightful place behind me. You just get back in line behind me, soldier. Soldier. See, at this point in time, Joshua was no longer in command. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. See, at this time, Joshua was no longer in control, but it was Jesus, the captain, the commander of the Lord's army, the commander-in-chief. See, let me tell you, let me explain one thing about commander-in-chief. Minister Nern, you can help me out about a little bit about this. See, 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 President Obama is commander-in-chief over all the armed forces. So whatever President Obama tells the armed forces to do, guess what? They got to do it. Now, a lot of them boys and young women, they don't like it. A lot of them don't want to go in harm's way wherever the battle may be. I can remember a lot of them, mother, they defected it. When it was time to go to Iraq and Afghanistan. Hell went AWOL. But when the commander in chief said, okay, I need such and such a monster y'all to go here. I need such and such a monster y'all to go there. Whether you like it or not, guess what? You got to go. You got to go. Praise God. Praise God. Take your rightful place, Joshua. 
behind me. Yeah. Woo! And I thought about that thing. I said, you know what, Dick? <laughs> I wonder if Joshua realized he asked the wrong question. <laughs> he, 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 he had the wrong question, Dick. Joshua was like, man, oh, man, I messed up. I done messed up. I done messed up. Oh, God. Oh, God. So what naturally comes next for Joshua, the man of war that he was, when he finds out who Jesus really is, is worship. He fell down on his face. That's what the word says, Dick. You say it all the time. It's in there if the page ain't tore out. And my page right here, it ain't tore out. It's right here. Said he fell down and worshiped Jesus. Oh, my God. I want to encourage some of us. When we take our rightful place behind Jesus, worship. That should be the natural thing for us to do is worship. Praise God. Worship. 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 Now, after all of this happens, everything that just transpired, Joshua, and I got in parentheses, we still find ourselves facing Jericho. Facing Jericho. Amen. Now, by now, Joshua's perspective have changed. See, after being in his presence, he really got a good look at who he was, who he is. After that, Joshua's confidence was built back up. He didn't see the wall being a problem anymore. See, 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 we should follow suit like Joshua. After being in the presence of God, got a taste of who he really is, we should be telling, we should be telling our problems how big our God is. We shouldn't be telling God how big our problems are. But it should be vice versa. We should be telling our problems how big our God is. Oh God, no, uh-uh. I got a little ache in my bone. Got a little ache in my back. Oh no. The word says, by his stripes, I am healed. Hallelujah. See, see, the enemy coming at you from all different directions. Oh God, throwing them fiery dots at you deep. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, people talking all manner evil against you. Every tongue that rise up against you, thou shalt condemn. Oh, God, we got to be ready to strike back, mother. Oh, God, be ready to quote scripture. Quote the word of God. Jesus set the example for us. When he came back out the mountains, 40 days, 40 nights, and he was tempted by the devil. Jesus said what every time? It is written. It is written. And he quoted scripture every time. 
Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Thou should not tempt the Lord thy God. Come on. See, Jesus quoted scripture. Jesus didn't say what Jesus wanted to say. Jesus said what his father said. Hey, glory. Praise God. I'm trying to help somebody. Trying to help somebody. Trying to help somebody. Speak the word of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When our problems seem like they're, they're, they're overwhelming. Too much. Sometimes it do, mother. Sometimes it do. Speak the word of God. Amen. We have the power of death and life in our tongue. The power of the tongue right here. You can speak life over a situation or you can speak death over a situation. You can speak joy, happiness, and peace over a situation. Or you could talk doom and gloom over a situation. <clears throat> I try to help them fellas out on the port out there all the time. They, they, they worry about why the work's so slow and they worry about getting laid off and this, that, the next. And I say, you know what? I say, you're still working, right? You still got a job, right? Them folk ain't came to you with a pink slip yet, right? So what you worrying about? Be grateful that you're working now. Because there's somebody out there right now wishing and wanting the job that you got. Be grateful. Be grateful. I don't know why God took me that way, but be grateful. Somebody need to hear it. That's why. Thank you, Lord. All right. Here we find ourselves in Joshua 6 and 1. Everybody go to Joshua 6 and 1. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Now, Pastor touched on this a couple of weeks ago too. I'm not going to touch a little too much on this. But pretty much, they were in lockdown. They were in lockdown. They were in lockdown mode. Everybody that was inside the city of Jericho couldn't get out. And everybody that was on the outside that needed to get back in couldn't get back in. Because of the children of Israel. First of all, they already was a threat to Jericho. They heard or saw them putting up camp not too far from Jericho. So guess what? They said, okay, y'all, they, they, they getting ready to come. We got to fortify this city. They fortified it so much, Johnson, till it felt like they were prisoners in their own city. Pastor said some of them didn't even come out their own homes. Because they were so scared of what the children of Israel might do to them. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right. So let's look at the wall. The thing that had Joshua off his game. Made him lose his focus. Let's take a look at this wall. Now, picture as you see up on the screen. I want to explain something to you. And I did a little research on the wall. The first picture you saw was a big tall wall that had columns going around. Every, different people in different translations had different 
depictions or meanings of what the wall looked like. Now, on certain sides of the wall, they might have had something set up like that. But go back to the other picture, Rico, Brianna. On this right here, it, 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 this, this right here kind of tells the tale. The wall was set up in kind of like three tiers. You had like a base that was here that was made mostly of stone. Then you had another wall here that on this wall right here, it was houses built in to the wall right here. Now, uh, I'm going to give you some dimensions of this wall right here. Or the, 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 the hill that you see right here. It said the mound of the hill of Jericho was surrounded by great earthen ramparts or embarkment with a stone retaining wall at its base. See the stone retaining wall right here. This spot between here and there was an embankment. And on there, it was houses made right there on that embankment. All right? <clears throat> the wall was some four to five meters, which amounts to 12 to 15 feet high. On top of what was a mud brick wall, two meters, which is six feet high. Or six feet thick and about six to eight meters which is 20 to 26 feet high. At the crest of the embankment was a similar mud brick wall whose base was roughly 14 meters or about 46 feet above the ground level outside the retaining wall. So from this level here to up there, which would be the top level, was about 46 feet. Now standing from the ground, we're looking at it from an angle. But when they're on the ground looking up, when they look at that top tier, it's about 46, 47 feet high that they're looking up in the air. That's how tall this wall was. The wall was made in dimensions. It wasn't just one big wall that was around the city. Now, within the upper wall was an area of approximately six acres. While the total area of the upper city and fortification system was 50% larger or about 9 to 10 acres. Based on the archaeologist's rule of thumb of 200 persons per acre. The population of the upper city would have been about 1,200 folk. So you had, once you got to the upper city, which that was the main city, the upper it said about 1,200 folks lived up there. Now on the outskirts, you had other people staying. Right here on this, this supporting wall right here, this way they said Rahab house was built. See, I want to explain something about that. Y'all know who Rahab was, right? Rahab was a harlot. Rahab was a prostitute. I want you to see where her house was located on the outskirts. See, 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 her house might have was considered a cat house, D. Yeah. You, you remember uh, Maurice uh, down in Darren Cafe Risque? Her house probably was cat. Yeah, I see you laughing back there, Rock. I done parked in Cafe Risque a couple times, but when I wasn't saved, praise God. But yeah, Cafe Risque was right here on this wall right here. And the other houses that were surrounding or near hers might have was the shot house. Might have was the liquor house. You know what I'm saying? Matter with the house where you went to go and get some 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 goodies. You know what I'm saying? The 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 the, the local store. 
See, in my days growing up back and forth between Francis Bartow and West Savannah, see, we had Sister Turner House that we went to to get little goodies. And see, 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 and then, 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 then on the backside was Miss B. We had Miss B on the backside from where Sister Turner was living that we had to go and get our goodies. So people like that stay on the outskirts. So see, this right here was garden homes and this right here might have been the landings. Can I get a praise right there? I'm trying to help you understand the dimensions of this wall. It, it, it might not have been garden home. It could have been Yamacraw. It could have been Fairwood. But but my, my transition of it, it, could, it was Bato. Ah, that's how I'm relating to it. Amen? Praise God. Now I'm not saying nothing wrong with those places. Because I've been there. I've been there. I relate with people that's there now. Amen? But I'm giving a, 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 a synopsis of how this wall was built. You had the high ups that was high up. And then you had the the people that didn't mean much. The middle class and the lower class that was on the outskirts. I never forget. Maurice, you can attest to this. My wife, Don, when we went to Jamaica last year, we went to Montego Bay. Beautiful, y'all. We pull in, they show you this beautiful. You, You come in the houses in the mountains, you see this beautiful landscape. But but we went on a, on a tour. We went to this place called the Plantation. Yeah, the Plantation. Know where the Plantation was located? No, Plantation was located up here. The rich folk. The lower class stayed down here. The poor, the indigent, stayed down here. And I'm like, wow. The man says, we didn't see it. The man, the two guys called us to the, it was like a ledge. You had to look down. Two guys said, come here, man. So let me show you something. He said, see right here where we at? We, we, we up high. We up high, man. We look, we look down. We up high. Then he said, he said, look over there. We look across the way. It were more houses built up into the mountains on the other side. But then he said, okay, look down, man. So we look down. A lot of overgrowth. Trees, bushes, but in the middle of it were little huts set up, little tents, little shacks, all through that middle section. He said, see, ma, where we at now? This the rich part. We in the rich part right now, man. Over there is the rich part. Down there, that's the poor people. The poor people stay down there. That's how that wall was right there. Yet the rich folk up, able to look down on the poor people. No different in society today. The rich folk look down on the poor folk. Praise God, everybody. God going to fix it, mother. He going to fix it. Because God said he created all of us equal. Ain't no rich, no poor. We all the same. Now he said the poor we going to have with us always. But that's because you choose to be poor. He said, I give you the ability to go out there and get riches. But because you choose to stay poor, you're going to stay poor. He gives us the ability to go out there and get wealth. Praise God, everybody. That's scripture. That ain't what Elder just saying. That's in there, Deacon. My page ain't tore out. Praise God. 
It ain't too out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, Rahab. Rahab was one of the ones that was spared. Hollering all. Prostituting all. And probably all her prostituting sisters or, or cousins or whoever relatives that lived in the house with her. They got saved. Why? Because they helped out the spies that came to spy out Jericho. Amen? So now I say that to say this. With all this in Joshua's sight, in verse 2, the Lord says to him, see, go 6, 6 and 2. The Lord says to him, see, I have given Jericho into your hand. It's king and the mighty men of valor. And when I was studying this, I'm like, wait a minute. I had a question for God. You know, sometimes preachers, we do that. We question, you know, we don't question what his word says, but we just question, you know, why you said it like that, God. So I had to question, say, God, why did you say I have given Jericho into your hand and not hands? Yeah, hand, singular, not hands, plural. And I say, wow, could it be that the Lord showed him that all Jericho, its king and the mighty men of valor was in one of Joshua's hand and not both? So Joshua could see the end from the beginning because y'all know God worked from the end back to the beginning. And I'm like, wow. You said, see. So God showed Joshua. God showed Joshua the destruction of this wall. And that him and the middle wall was going to conquer, not only conquer, take over Jericho. Oh God. I'm like, wow. I see that now, God. Thank you. That's why you said that. So Joshua could see how big you are, God. Because remember now, Jesus told him, I got this. You get in your rightful place behind me. So Jesus was in the forefront of the battle. Jesus was the one that was going before the front line at Jericho. Can I get a praise right there? See, he showed Joshua in one hand what the outcome of the fall of Jericho was going to be. Hallelujah. See, see, see now, I think this right here was a faith booster to Joshua. This boosted Joshua's faith. Any doubt that Joshua had about conquering or taking over Jericho, it was gone now. Joshua said, yeah, yeah, I could do this. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, you already done showed me. We victorious. We got the victory. And I'm like, wow. Faith. Faith. Your faith. You have to, you have to stand strong on your faith. 
And I heard a woman of God say early in the week, George Myers, she said, you don't have to feel victorious to be victorious. Oh, God. I said, wow. You don't have to feel courageous to be courageous. And I thought about that thing. I said, yeah. I said, feelings or emotions. Feelings change like the wind. One minute you're one way, another minute you're another way. One minute you're saying, yeah, I got this. And the next minute you're saying, no, I can't do that. You're backing away from it. But when you know, and when you're confident in what you know, there'll be no, no backing up. No going back against what God's word is already said. Amen? Praise God. So, then, by faith, Joshua got his confidence back. Hebrews 11 and 1 says it like this. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So, just because you can't see it yet, don't mean it's not going to happen. Just because you don't have the evidence right here in front of you don't mean that it's not going to come to pass. You just keep believing. See, that's all he's telling Joshua to do is just believe. All you got to do is believe that you got the victory. And you already got it. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Hallelujah. So then, the Lord gives Instructions to Joshua in the third through the fifth verse of chapter six. It says, you shall march around the city, all you men of war. You shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horn before the ark. But the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times, and the priest shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, every man, straight before him. He gave specific instructions to be followed to the letter. Joshua had to give instructions. Not only did he get instructions, he now had to give instructions to his men and the people of Israel. Now, six, the number six in the book of Genesis, the first chapter, God created the heavens and the earth in six days. Then the number seven. In the second chapter of Genesis, God ended his work which he had done on the seventh day. And then he rested from the work in which he had done. So the Lord told Joshua. <clears throat> And all the men of war, 
to march around the city once and do this for six days. Six days. God created the earth, the heavens and the earth in six days. Number seven. The number seven is key here too now. Seven priests, seven trumpets of ram's horn on the seventh day, march around the city seven times. Seven, seven, the number of seven. Completion. Completion. Jesus said, on the seventh day, you march around this wall seven times. You have everybody lined up like I told you. The seven priests. The seven trumpets. The ram's horn. This here thing here going to be complete. <clears throat> Upon giving instructions. To the people. Joshua. Instructed them. Not to shout. Not to make any noise with their voice. Nor let any word. Come out their mouths. Until the day. When he tells them to shout. Now. How hard. Is this. For us to do. How hard was this. For the children of Israel. The men of war. That were with Joshua. To do. Because y'all know. Those jokers. Jericho. They were probably up there on that wall. Taunting them. Laughing at them. They already done seen them march around for six days, but only one time. Then on the seventh day, here they go marching around seven times. So you could imagine probably around about that third or fourth time. I'm like, man, y'all look crazy, man. And y'all ain't, ain't going to do nothing but just march around or whatever. Probably with throwing rocks and stuff at them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, y'all crazy, man. Yeah, bullying the mother. Like, what, what y'all out here doing, man? Y'all ain't doing nothing. I know y'all got to be hot out there. I know y'all feet got to be hurting. Go on, man. Take your sandals off, man. I know your, I know them bunions hurting on your feet right now, boy. Taunting them. Just messing with them, y'all. You know how people do. <clears throat> but Joshua said, shut up and keep it together until I say shut. Don't you open your mouth. Don't you say a word. You just keep your mouth shut until I tell you to shout. See, that's where we mess up. Some, some of us don't want to take the instruction from a man or woman of God. When God has already spoke to us and told us what to deliver to the people. See, this is where we mess up every time. We let people get us off our game. We let people mess us up by opening our big mouths. We're supposed to be quiet. Hush, man. Don't say nothing, man. And you know it had to be someone probably hunting one another like, no, man, mm-mm. Joshua, the man of God said, mm-mm, don't say nothing. Don't open your mouth. Just, you just keep doing what the man of God say do. March and then shout. 
march silently, and then shout. Be obedient to the word of God. Be obedient to the word of God. See, 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 we mess it up, y'all. We mess it up every time. By opening this right here. And then when we're supposed to be saying something, we shut up. We don't say nothing. When we're supposed to say something, we keep our mouth shut. God up in heaven looking like, what the what? Are you kidding me? Now when I tell you to be quiet, you run your mouth. And when you're supposed to run your mouth, you, I can't get you to say a thing. What's wrong with that picture? What's wrong with that picture, Jojo? It messed up, right? Wow. So, 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 so this is where our faith in God has to step in. Okay, Jojo, you can hit it now. See, 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 this is where our, our faith in God has to step in. See, 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 we, 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 we can't see no results yet. But guess what? Keep on marching. We can't see it happening in our lives yet. But guess what? Keep on marching. Even though the troubles and the cares of life keep coming at us from all different directions. Guess what? Keep on marching. See, 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 when you got Jericho staring you in the face, just guess what? Keep on marching. See, 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 when your children start acting up in school, guess what? You just keep on marching. See, even with that, sometimes you just got to be quiet. See, sometimes your kids going to have to bust their head to the white meat for themselves. Sometimes you just got to let them go. Sometimes you just got to let them be. Let them bust their head to the white meat. Hallelujah. But you just keep on marching. It ain't time yet. It ain't time for you to open your mouth. It ain't time for you to say nothing yet. But you just keep on marching. Hallelujah. March silently and just keep on marching. Don't open your mouth yet. Don't say nothing yet. You just keep on marching. You just keep on marching. Hallelujah. The enemy still coming at you. The enemy still talking whatever in your ear. You just keep on marching. Uh-uh. I know what my Lord said. You just keep on marching. You just keep on marching. And then just when you think, just when you think, just when you think that you at your wit's end, just when you about to throw in the tower, just when you about to say, I quit, just when you about to say, I give up, just when you about to say, I'm not going to do this anymore, my God, my God, my God, my God says, shout, somebody shout, 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 shout unto God and watch them walls fall down when you open your mouth when God say open your mouth watch them walls come tumbling down I'm here to tell you when the enemy come at you and when you shout unto God with the voice of triumph watch them walls come tumbling down they gonna come crashing down when they talk bad about you on your job, when your family members even ridiculing you, you watch them walls start come tumbling down. But then you need to open your mouth and you need to give God. I say give God. Give God. 
give him a shout. Yeah! Yeah! Woo! Yeah. Watch them walls come falling down. Your problems gonna fall down. Your situations gonna fall down. Hallelujah! The cares of life won't even be able to shake you anymore. Because guess what? Guess what, Johnson? Under our feet, son. Under our feet. Right there. Now, Rico, go back to that other picture. The other picture of the wall. Now, the scripture says, as the walls came down, in six and five, the B, B clause, it says, and the people, once the city wall fell down flat, the people shall go up, every man straight before him. Now, you saying, Elder, them some big old walls. Say that top wall right there was 46 or 47 feet tall. I want to give you some history of how this thing happened. When the children of Israel, the men of war, when they shouted and lifted up their voice, it says when the walls came down, it came down so beautiful like it came down like a ramp. So all the walls fell as if it was a ramp. That's why the scripture said that they had to go up and in to conquer or get into the city. Because when the walls fell, they fell so good. God had that thing orchestrated so good till it fell down like a ramp. Said all they had to do was say, when Joshua said, all right, let's go. God says he's giving us the city. Open your mouth. You better shout. And when the walls came crashing down, them boys, them men, them soldiers, all they had to do walk up and over over into the promised land up and over into the promised land I said up and over into the promised land hey God see 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 this right here what was separating them from getting over into the promise but God said whatever's keeping you from the promise I'm gonna knock it down whatever's keeping you from your blessing I'm gonna knock it down whatever's keeping you from getting the way I want you to be I'm gonna knock it down oh glory nah 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 one more revelation one more revelation nah nah you know it had to be some soldiers up and round these walls when it came tumbling down when the walls came tumbling down Guess what? It came tumbling down on some of them. Some of them got caught in the crossfire. I said some of them might have ended up underneath the rubble. And I thought about the scripture where the Lord said, I'm going to make your enemies your footstool. See, when the walls came crashing down, when they came crashing down on them, hallelujah, even some of them buried underneath the rubble, I'm going to make your enemies your footstool. You're going to be able to walk over what been keeping you bound. You're going to be able to walk over and in to the promised land. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Woo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Your enemies going to be made your footstool. The thing 
that's been keeping you from the promise is not going to be an obstacle anymore. The thing that has been standing in your way, Nelson, is not going to be able to stand in your way anymore. The thing that's been keeping you bound, Clay, won't be able to keep you bound anymore. Because why? You're going to be able to walk over and in to the promise. Oh, God. Somebody ought to be praising right there. You're going to be able to walk over and in to the promise. Whoo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your word. You said you make our enemies our footstool. Lord, this wall, Lord, this Jericho, what has been keeping us away from your promise, you're going to deal with it. You're going to be the one to deal with it. Hallelujah. We need to just cast our cares. We need to just cast our burdens upon you. Hallelujah. We're not going to try to take it on anymore. We're not going to try to accomplish it on our own. But we're going to give it to you. And then we know what the outcome is going to be. This thing that has been holding us back is going to come crashing down. And we're going to be able to walk up and over into what you promise. Up and over into what you promise. Up and over into what you promise. Thank you, Lord. See, now I'm, I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. When you sick and tired of being sick and tired, <laughs> when you marched around, you can play softly, Joy, that's fine. When you marched around the city, when you marched around your Jericho for the last time, for the seventh time, on the seventh day shout with anticipation of what God is going to do see 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 the work was completed the work was finished the work was over on the seventh day and on the seventh day the walls came crashing down the walls came crashing down what's your Jericho what you need right now to come crashing down in your life the very thing that has been holding you back from the promise the very thing that has been coming against you day after day after day day in and day out what's your Jericho one last scripture I want to put into your hearing before I take my seat on today Hebrews 11 and 30 says it best It says, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. Seven days. Seven. The number of 
completion. The number when it's a done deal. The number when God says the work that I started is over, is done, is complete. Seven days. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. What's your Jericho? What's your Jericho? You know what it is. You know the very thing that has been keeping you away from walking up and over into the promise. But right now, as we stand all over the building, I'm going to ask you right now today. Thank you for joining us for the word today. We pray that it has been a blessing to your life. We invite you to join us in worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We are located at 841 Crossgate Road in Port Wentworth, Georgia, 31407. We hope to see you soon.